Can I ask you a question? And it's confused me now because I mean, the one thing that that you're talking about here is this. This again, the report is ten million dollars is left to spend, which makes it like, well, there's basically one more player left to get, right? And we could debate whether it's at a bullpen arm or DH. How the hell is it possible that the D, the one thing that people have been clamoring for forever was the DH needs to come to the NL, and once that happens, the Mets have clear cut DHs. This is going to be great for them, and yet that's the one thing every year we don't have is a DH. How is that possible? You're bringing up a sore spot with me. You're bringing up a sore spot with me because I'll never forget when they finally, in this league, finally succumbed to the designated hitter. It is something I hated. I can't say I hate it anymore. I've just accepted it, and sometimes in life you have to accept things even if you hate it. And one of the arguments that people would make to me, Beningo used to make it to me, was this will benefit the Mets. And my response to him and my response to that question is, in that given year, yes, maybe. Okay? In the year in which Yoannis Cespedes is on your roster, yes, maybe the DH would benefit the Mets. But that's not how it works. Like, baseball is cyclical, right? So to answer your question, why has it not helped the Mets over the last three years? I don't know, because they relied on Daniel Vogelback, because they relied on Dominic Smith, because they relied on J.D. Davis. I mean, they made bad decisions. I I honestly think, and I know the Mets need to add a bat, and I've made that very, very clear on this pod. I think in a perfect world, and this season is not a perfect world, so don't use... 2024 is what I'm about to describe. But in a perfect world in 2026, when the Mets have developed so many great young players, I agree with David Stearns that the DH position should basically be a roving position of off days. Like in an ideal world, that makes the most sense. An aging Francisco Lindor gets two days a week where he DHs. An aging Pete Alonzo, assuming they ever get it done with him, he gets a day or two at DH. Jeff McNeil, assuming he's still around. DH, right? Jet Williams, good young kid. He's dealing with a with an ankle issue. DH. Francisco Alvarez, a real good example. Tearing the cover off the ball. DH. I do think that ultimately that's the best usage of the designated hitter spot. I don't like being stuck with one guy. Part of that is why I said J.D. Martinez is a nice fit, but he wouldn't be my number one choice the more I think about it because I like to have guys who can play a position. So I do think that ultimately that's the goal for the Mets and for any other team. Just upcoming this season, you need you just need production. You need a better bat in the lineup. Um, but to answer your question, I don't know because the Mets suck. What do you want me to tell you? Like, why have we screwed up the DH? I don't know. The Mets also had some of the best hitting pitchers in all of baseball: Noah Syndergaard, Jacob Degrom, like they hit the Zach Wheeler, dude. The Mets had a murderer's row of pitchers who could hit, and yet some Mets fans couldn't wait for the freaking DH. We deserve it. Oh, you NL freaking uh sellouts all of you people who wanted the dh you know what screw you this is what you got all right if you sold out to big bad american league and you sold out after the pandemic and said oh please give me the dh i'm sick of the pitcher hitting it's so boring well guess what you got what you effing deserved how about that all right congratulations congratulations Let's get to some of these emails. A lot of angry people at the Rico B at gmail.com. Yeah, you're angry, bro. Jeez, I'm, calm down. I'm not, a, I, I'm not angry <laughs> about the DH. You brought it up. <laughs> you, br- 
you brought up a sore spot, man. I've let it go. I've let it go. And then, you you know, <laughs> you brought it up in a very sore area. Brian Stanton writes, $10 million. If the Mets don't sign a major league DH, no matter what they say, they are punting 2024. David Stearns needs a win here, and signing Manaya ain't it. Stearns better be careful because the Met fan is going to blame him solely if we have another 70-win season. Met fans are sick of plugging a Hail Mary in at DH. We need another legitimate bat. What's happening right now? Despite my last email, I do believe in Cohen's plan, but with the understanding that we would compete in the meantime. Don't just sit there and lie to me and tell me you're trying to compete when you clearly aren't. Slotting Vientos in at DH is not competing. Patching together a lot of long shots in the starting rotation is not competing. If we have to hope for multiple long shots to going our way, we know how that goes. Colin Calgill, 2.0. Last things Millage, 2.0, etc. When you spend, and you don't have to love Sean Maniah, that's fine. We went through him on the last Rico, if you missed it, the good, the bad, the possibilities. When you spend $14 million on Sean Maniah and $15 million on Luis Severino, so that means you just spent 30 million bucks on two starting pitchers on one-year deals, essentially. You're not punting. You may not like the moves, but that's not punting. Now, I agree with you that they need to add a bat, and it would be very inconsistent with what they're doing because what they're doing is trying to compete in the short term by handing out these big money, if you will, short-term deals, keeping the flexibility for the future, and trying to win. So that's why I've rejected the idea that they're punting. I do agree, Brian. If they don't add a bat, it's not that it's punting. It's that it's inconsistent with what they're trying to do. And that's why I remain relatively confident that they will. I am. I'm not confident out of blind loyalty. I'm confident out of it doesn't make sense. Sometimes in sports, and I try to do this on the air, and it leads me the right way occasionally, not always, is use common sense. Common sense doesn't lead to the Mets not adding another bat. It's inconsistent with what they're doing with the offseason. Ron Shea writes, and he's referring to the David Stern's comments about center field that we played earlier. He was listening to me and Tiki do this on the radio. And he said, listen, I could be hearing this all wrong, but it sounds like Harrison Bader is everyday center fielder and Nimmo will play left field. Bader is a great defensive player, but having him as an everyday player is alarming. I agree. David Stearns gave a word salad answer, but it does sound like Bader's an everyday player, and that's not good. The problem is there's no one else for the Mets to sign in the short term. I don't like Bader being that everyday center fielder, but it's better than having a long-term contract to sign someone in a bad offseason. I really think small moves is the way to go this offseason. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I, by, by the way, right now, if you add a DH, DJ Stewart can become that guy. And I'm, I think I'm okay with that, platooning with Bader, where he's not the center fielder, but those are your two bats that are getting predominantly the playing time because 
I don't think Bader can hit right-handed pitching. And that's the problem you're going to run into. You're going to have almost an extra pitcher spot, extra pitcher spot, as if there is one, all pitcher spot. So you got me all confused now about the DH. <laughs> Uh, Ron is not done yet. He writes, I'm not overly optimistic, but there's a but here. This Mets team won a hundred games a year ago. If we quote, run it back in a bridge year to 2025, is that the worst thing in the world? Yes. Our pitching isn't as solid or solid at all, but we have a lot of upside. It's not solid at all. <laughs> Bottom line. We're not that far off from the roster going into last year. And we all thought we were going to win it all. Save this email. The Mets will have more wins in 24 than 23. P.S. The Mets are not trading Nimmo. Tiki is trolling on the air. I don't think he was actually trolling the more I think about it. I think he actually took David Stern's words out and said, boy, that doesn't make sense. Is he trading Brandon Nimmo? I don't think they're trading Brandon Nimmo. I do not. I'm not ready yet to give you a win prediction for 2024, but I can tell you this. It better be more than last year. I mean, they won 75 games last year. Like, even if they won 80 games, and 80 games is not enough to make the postseason. I don't think we're yet ready to have a sub-500 team make the Major League Baseball playoffs. But if they won 80 games, you're likely, depending on how you get there, at least in a pennant race, some semblance of a pennant race, some semblance of us watching meaningful games in the month of September. I, at the bare minimum, they better be that. And David Stearns, I heard David Stearns say this. He was being interviewed by John Heyman. And Heyman asked him, do you think you're a playoff team right now? And Stern said, yeah, I think we can compete for a playoff spot. So he didn't word salad that. He actually said that. <laughs> and I know that's not something a lot of us feel right now. And I don't feel that. And at DH, and I think, yeah, you could talk about them in that low to mid-80s kind of threshold. Because I think that lineup would just feel a little bit better. David Vale writes, bargain shoppers. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Why is it being reported the Mets are willing to spend only $10 million this year? As much as we didn't want a DH in the National League, we have one. Perhaps they can put a major league bat at DH. Looks like we'll be stuck watching bottom feeder fourth outfielders BRDH. If you're going to have bad starting pitching, at least make up for it with good offense and a decent bullpen. Sign David Robertson. Trade for Kenley Jansen, like you said on the last pod. Also, are you taking Jet to WrestleMania? I hope you're making the trip to the cesspool in Philly. It'll be worth it. I'm taking my 10-year-old son. If a poor man like me can drop almost $4,000 on tickets, I know an afternoon drive radio host can. Well, hold on a second. Let me answer uh, the Jet question about WrestleMania. I, he is so into wrestling. And one thing I was very surprised by, uh, my he's not 10, my youngest, my oldest is seven. And his favorite wrestler was Cody Rhodes. Loves Cody Rhodes. Very upset last year when Cody didn't go over Roman for the title. But, and I am stunned by this. This is something Pete could sort of have an opinion on because you know the next wrestler I'm about to bring up. As much as he loves Cody and as much as he wants him to finish the story, enamored by The Rock, loves The Rock. And I asked him, I said the other day after that, Rock, where should I sit? And he said the head of the table, which Jet just repeats over and over again and starts playing the Rock's music on his tablet. I said to him, let me ask you something, Jet. You got a choice. Cody Rhodes versus Roman or The Rock versus Roman? And he's choosing The Rock. Now, you would think me as a 40-year-old would say that. I thought the seven-year-old would stay loyal to Cody Rhodes. 
The reason I'm not sure about going to WrestleMania is not the price. It's more enjoying it. Like, I wonder in a football stadium, and I haven't been to a WrestleMania at a stadium. I haven't been to MetLife. I wasn't there for that. The last WrestleMania I went to was 11, which was a long time ago. I wonder, as much as he likes it, if he and other kids would enjoy it because it's such a big stadium and the view, and I don't know. So I'm up in the air about that. Yeah, I, I'd i love to add multiple arms to the bullpen. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to spend $16 million on Kenley Jansen, acquire him from the Red Sox, and then throw another $9 million at David Robertson. But they need to add a bat. Like, that is their, their need. So when David writes, if they're not going to do that, do this. No, no, do that. And there are plenty of guys available. That's, I, I think, the other reason why I'm less upset so far. Everybody who we're talking about is still there. Like Reese Hoskins is still there. Justin Turner's still there. Like everybody's still out there. 